0: This is Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and I'm inviting everyone to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the Kicking Lawyer fan page on Facebook for Law Talk Live, where we discuss business, politics, current events, and the law. If you miss the live version, you can watch the playback on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcast platform. Three, two. All right, Jerry Mason, the a Lawyer. We're live for another Law Talk. I hope you guys are having a good afternoon. Uh, before we get going, I want to remind you to make sure you like, subscribe, follow us across social media platforms and podcast platforms. We're on TikTok, and one of these days we're going to get Josh dancing. Uh, dancing naked maybe i don't know i doubt that (laughs) don't forget this weekend the covington comic con is returning to covington august 20th and 21st we got free movies at the Ruffin friday and saturday lots of guests vendors etc tickets are only ten dollars you buy them at theo and rose and you can purchase them at our law firm uh that'll be this weekend and then of course we want to thank our longtime sponsor competition for my guest today michelle allen at least she's uh the go-to realtor in this area for cry like realty and uh she purchased our wonderful mics so anyway she's a good friend of the show and then mason's high octane martial arts if you want to become a kick and lawyer yourself uh we've been open since 1993 and would we'll be glad to have you come and kick and punch with us and of course after i'm done on uh every tuesday now we do live trivia at the cellar which is our restaurant and prohibition bar it's located here in covington and uh, we'd love to see you guys. Uh, We also have live music every Friday. We now started a ladies night thing. Lots of cool things at the cellar. Just visit the Facebook page. And Masonite Digital Marketing. If you need assistance with your branding online presence, Josh would be glad to help you. So with all that said, my guest today, we literally just met. A lot of people think, I think, that I do all this prep when uh, they watch it, but there's literally no prep. So my guest is David Haley, who I think is a realtor. And I'm gonna let him tell us a little bit about himself. And uh, so, so I know you said a minute ago. You said you're not. Ner- don't be nervous about it. It's really just me and you talking. Right. Right. So I it's got you. super I got you. random. And uh, I know you know Josh through whatever. Yeah. So, so you do real estate. Is that a lot of what you do? I do. I, I do. Uh, I do all kinds of things. But yeah, real estate
1: mainly is uh, my big thing. Mm-hmm. Out of where? Where's where's the main uh, area? Desoto County is
0: uh, my main area. Mm-hmm. And that's blowing up. That. That yeah, area is yeah. growing a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, DeSoto County, what's the main what's the main uh, city there? Oh, well you got South Haven, Olive Branch, Hernando. That's all DeSoto uh, County. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know where it far, how far it extended. Yeah. Cuz that's a uh, man in the last 10-15 years, maybe maybe 20 years, that really has developed. Did they do do you know you may or may not know this? Was there anything specific that they did, like tax break wise, or some kind of incentives they create, like a TIF district, or anything that made all that growth come up right there? I don't know. You know, uh, I'd be honest with you. I don't know the answer to that one. Uh, I just
1: pretend to be a realtor sometimes. Uh, but no, I uh, I'm not really too sure uh-huh. uh,
0: on that. On that. Do you side. do Do you do commercial or? Uh, I do mainly residential. Residential is what uh-huh. I do. Is that is that so? That's your main job. You do other stuff. What do you, what all you do? Uh, you know, yeah, I do
1: real estate and I do uh, videography on the side. A lot of drone work. Um, you know, just uh, whatever I can get my hands on. Really.
0: Well, the videography and the drone work probably goes in with the real estate. Too, it does because don't does. a lot of people hire to do the the aerial footage of houses. Yeah, uh, they
1: do. Uh, when I first got started in real estate, uh, you know, I was one of the first people to get a drone mm-hmm. out there. And, uh, and you know, and I got a lot of business being a realtor doing or, or doing the drone work for other real estate agents. And, uh, I don't know, it got to a point to where I was doing so much drone work is like, I couldn't do real estate, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was like, do I want to be a videographer or do I want to be a realtor? And, uh, so I just jacked my prices up and eventually everybody quit using me as a videographer. So. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Whatever works, I guess. But, yeah. the,
0: uh, so we have a company called Badger's Laser Solutions uh-huh. and one of the first things when we, and of course so I don't know anything about the tech of it, okay, like I'm the marketing sales uh, business guy on on that company, but the the gist of it is it centers around a industrial laser measurement tool. It's this laser that like spins around and scans an area And the reason it becomes important potentially with like real estate is a couple of ways. We initially thought it'd be a good idea the other other realtors use these type things. Ours is a little higher end technology, but it'll uh-huh. scan and create a three D rendering. I'm way ahead of you, Jerry. I uh-huh. I got
1: one of those. Uh, you know what uh, I'm talking about? Yeah, it's a it's about a six thousand dollar camera
0: uh-huh. is what
1: I got, and it makes like a dollhouse version mm-hmm. of your house. Yeah, and it tells you the measurements, and you can walk through it like a video game.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's that's similar to what we had. Ours is an industrial level one to where it measures literally divots in the wall up to like a thousandth of a centimeter, mm-hmm. because what it was designed for. Or is say you wanted to scan you scan this room mm-hmm. and i want to cut a pipe to fit from there to there yeah you can go into that program and see the exact metrics to cut a piece of equipment well
1: this is kind of the same way i mean depending on how you want to use it mm-hmm. but like 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 you can um check the measurements in the room and say okay my my couch is going to fit here or it's not you mm-hmm. know uh, yeah
0: well what you got was so what happened is when we bought this five four or five years ago maybe five years ago there were no, there weren't really competitors in the market that were affordable because affordable, the laser that we bought was very expensive. And of course it was in the industrial sector. And then we had the idea to maybe use it in the off time, like what you're doing. Yeah. But then what we found was in the next year or so, they started, the other companies started marketing. They weren't quite as pricey and still did a great job. Um, and, and just were used for that specific purpose right. to scan and create the 3D rendering. Mm-hmm. Another thing we do is what, this was my idea because I'm, I was a cop for a long time. <clears throat> And so I had training and tactical stuff. Anyway, what we would do is scan like a hospital and, or a church. And then we would do uh, threat assessments, like if there were active shooter situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, because I'm an attorney, we would do uh, tort assessments, like if there was a slip and fall risk here or a hanging risk here and all these different things and just create this whole package. And then we would give them the 3D rendering. And the reason I would do that is because when I was a SWAT guy, We would clear these big buildings, and we didn't have any blueprints. And I always thought it would be so cool if on SWAT, as we entered, we had, like, on a tablet or something, the layout. And so we would gift that to whoever hired us to do these assessments, uh, and then they could, in turn, give it over to law enforcement, and then it just helped everybody. Everybody gets to be happy. So anyway, just sidetracked. We we got a drone, uh, but we never really figured – we never really integrated the drone. Sometimes it would feel – like aerial uh, holes that we had from the ground laser uh sometimes the drone would help with that but um i don't even know what i I guess we still have a drone i don't do the tech stuff i'm the business end of it right right yeah yeah so um but you so you don't really do the drone stuff anymore
1: no i still do it but
0: Uh, i I mainly just stick to my own listings and and do
1: mm -hmm. it that way i mean sometimes if if another agent needs some help you know i'll help them Mm -hmm. uh i mean you know uh, money is money i'm gonna oh well yeah no you know, trust me I that. You can. so how'd but, you get
0: into real estate
1: oh man you know i really don't even remember why i got into real estate i was i got out of the army in 2010 and then i, I went straight to college and uh, i just know i just knew i wanted to kind of work for myself you know and i got into uh the business and the marketing side of it so i got you know the marketing degree and then um i don't know somewhere along the line i was just like you know hey real estate might be a a cool you know aspect to get into it Uh, because you got a lot of freedom there you know and it's uh it's all about you know doing it yourself and you know you just don't work for the man you know you you Mm -hmm. do your own thing
0: and and that's what i really like about it are you from desoto county i am yes so originally does that help being from that area doing the real estate
1: uh i mean you know sometimes it does i mean i know the area really good Mm -hmm. um but I mean, yeah, I guess I guess you could say it helps, you know. Well, and I was, got I, out of state people that might want to know about the area, but yeah.
0: Well, I guess what I was, and, and this is because I'm I'm not, a, I don't do real estate yet, but I'm, I'm curious about the market. As me as an attorney, one thing that's helped in this area, at least I think, and this could just be my perception, is I was born and raised here, mm-hmm. so I think to some degree, local people anyway. Now sometimes it hurts you too. I've had a lot of people I know that because I was from here or even because I was law enforcement, which you would think would be an asset, mm-hmm. they view it as, oh, I'm in bed with them still, you know, like I'm I'm, I'm still well, I know, working with
1: them. I know uh, some agents that used to be cops, and uh, I mean, they actually,
0: you know, they have a pretty large database. I mean, they do mm-hmm. really good. You yeah, know, so. well, I just meant you, you're from there, you know people, people know you, and maybe that helps.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely.
0: So I mean, what do you do for leads, mostly?
1: Uh, well, that's a secret, Jerry. I can't tell you all that. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I, I, but no, I'm trying to do, do uh, it for my
0: own benefit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. Uh, but, no, like a lot of my stuff, uh, you know, I'll do uh, memes on Facebook. Uh, you know, you want to go out there try to pass out at least five, ten business cards a day. Just uh, be friendly with people, and, you know, whenever you meet someone, you know, pass them your card, tell them what you're into, and just kind of work it at that angle.
0: You do you know? do community stuff?
1: Well, yeah, I mean we got to DeSoto County Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. So so that definitely helps with the community. Uh I made some uh some DeSoto County Ghostbusters slash real estate cards, you know, mm-hmm. like so if we're at an event, you know, I might pass my card. It's got Bill Murray on it, like don't get slim in real estate, use David Haley, you know. So
0: have you uh sold any homes that were haunted? Uh I'm not liberal saying <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well let's rephrase that. <laughs> have you had any experience in homes that you felt were haunted?
1: I tell you what, uh we got We had two of them. Um, One of them is locally known to be haunted, but they did sell it recently, so I'm not going to say the address on it, but it's in Hernando, and uh, all the realtors think that it's haunted, and uh, I've been in it uh, personally whenever it was vacant. It's like an old Victorian-style house, and... uh, it's got kind of a creepy vibe to it, you know. If There was a suicide there. Uh, but um, but no, a lot of people say that one's haunted. Uh, I remember one agent. There's a lot of agents that's been in that house uh, because it's rented out all the time. And uh, anyway, one agent, she went in and she said that, um, you know, it felt weird in there and then like a cat popped out of the vent and like chased them out. I don't know, it's a weird story. Uh, I had uh, another agent that went in there and, and she had a, uh, a pasture with them and she didn't tell him anything about the, you know, the house. But, you know, he's, he, as soon as he walked in, he started feeling nauseous and getting too hot. And he was like, something's wrong with this house. i got to leave. And then it's funny. I was uh, talking to one of the other Ghostbusters uh, who used to be, or, or he still is a cop, I guess. But uh, Bigham told me a story about that house. Um, it's always rented out. And, uh, and he said there's, like, there's been like five reports, three or five reports of when the house was rented uh, people would do uh, police reports about somebody attacking them at night, and they'd have, like, scratches on them. And, uh, you know, so these people would move out, and then another family would move in, and they would call the police and, and pretty much say the same thing. So hmm. I thought that was kind of weird, you know, like, um, you know, is there something really going on in there? I, I don't know. But uh,
0: there was a case when I was in law school that they do still in law school because it was funny where a judge wrote a decision, and the the, the crux of the case was – that they the previous owners of a home didn't disclose that this house was supposed to be haunted and so then there was litigation over it over whether or not that should have been disclosed in
1: in different states they actually do have different laws about that uh but in mississippi no we don't
0: we don't have to disclaim or you know say that it's haunted well Uh, this judge though what was interesting about this case besides those facts is the judge's opinion was funny He did plays on words of of spooks and haunted and ghosts and ghouls and all this, like in Mm. his opinion. So they use it in law school all the time to teach because he was really trying to be funny with the subject matter. But I suppose I'd be a little unnerved if there's a history of some stuff going on and you 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 don't know about it. I don't know well you don't have to sidetrack on that
1: well yeah i mean it's funny because i I know the realtor that was ended up selling this house uh he had a lot of problems with it because everybody kept saying the house was haunted you know Mm -hmm. and he couldn't sell it and uh you know his phone like the house ain't haunted you know i'm just trying to sell the house but Mm -hmm. uh I I wish I would have got that listing because I totally would have
0: had fun with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That could be a marketing ploy. Oh, man,
1: totally. A lot of people like that
0: kind of stuff. You know,
1: I I, I do cheesy stuff all the time. I got some new riders for uh, my real estate signs. I haven't picked them up yet, but I got one that says, uh, you know, gluten-free, and another one says haunted, and then I got another that says not haunted. uh But, you know, for that particular house, it would have been fun to put your real estate sign out there, you know. The riders say, you know, not haunted, you know. yeah, Because it's got a strong reputation, and, and everybody
0: locally knows
1: about that house. You know? and there's
0: some people that are into that. So the mm-hmm. restaurant I was just talking about is right over the hill here. And the house behind it is owned by uh, – they're real nice folks, that, that, but they're not from around here. He, the, the guy that moved there is retired, and he bought a whole bunch of property around here. But anyway, it's a big old house, and it used to be a funeral home. Yeah. And it's been known for years as it's potentially haunted. And he comes to our restaurant all the time. Anyway, I talked well, you to got the a guy. a restaurant too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, multi-purposed in the community.
1: That's what's up.
0: But anyway, so at the restaurant, he'll come in and uh, – uh, I don't think he cares if I said his name. It's Mr. Gerald, but he's told me about. Oh yeah, you know you have to kind of hit on the wall, tell him to calm down because right, he hears right. them up there. Like like it's cool. Like he knows it's no big deal. Uh, some people though would be wigged out by. It. But I think that that's part of the reason they even bought it. Like I think he kind of liked that nuance. Well, it helps sell, that, you
1: know. I mean, like because because like you said, a lot of people are into that kind of stuff. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. So what about um. Explain the different. I, I, th- I had Michelle Allen on. That's who I was mentioning earlier as a sponsor, and I think I asked her something similar to this, but I'm, she's Tennessee, so I'm curious in Mississippi. Is there a big difference between being a real estate agent and a real estate broker? No.
1: Um, I mean, now your brokerage, if you're a broker, obviously your main key factors is one, you pay more dues each year. But, uh, but if you're a broker, you can have your own team. And mm-hmm. you can have your own team even if you're not a broker. But, you know, let's say I had, like, You know agents working under me and we're all working as a team i can't say you know uh you know team david haley Mm -hmm. unless i'm a broker they changed that rule not too long ago uh so even if i had a team working under me i still couldn't you know say that i actually have a team Mm -hmm. now if you get your broker's license you can and then obviously if you're a broker you you can open your own office
0: and then is a benefit the broker can share in the fees with the agent like they take a, a cut of it or something is well, I mean, every
1: every broker is is different, and I guess it really uh, kind of depends on on how long you're in the game, how many sales you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, every realtor is different. I, I mean. What I make
0: is not going to be the same as what somebody else makes. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? If you were talking to a young person, so a, a student of mine, I, the, the ads we do at the beginning are mostly our businesses. So like I own a martial arts school. And Denzel Dow. Of course you do. Got you, got you. <laughs> well, right, I got you. So there's a boy that's tra- – I say boy, he's a young man. Sorry, Denzel. I think he's 21 or 22 now. Denzel, real smart young fellow. And uh, Denzel's wanting to be get a real estate. That's what right. he's wanting to go to school for and get into. So if you were to talk to a young person, what would you tell them about Yes, you should get into real estate, or no, don't, or if you do, this is what you should do. What what advice would you give them? Well, first of
1: all, any real real estate agent will tell you uh, to get into this business. You got to be crazy because you don't know when your next paycheck is going to be. You know because everything's always changing. It goes in waves. You know, like you might have two or three good months, and then boom, you know, you might go go without anything. But uh, especially when you're first starting out, uh, you don't want. To put all your eggs in one basket, you want to have a another job, like mm-hmm. like a side job, because you know you're not going to get in real estate and then just start making money like everybody thinks. Now some people can do that, mm-hmm. but you know it it's rare. You know, and either a they got a lot of money to get started, or they just you know they got some kind of special niche. And you know, and if you can, I mean, more power to you. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But for the majority of of realtors. Uh, you know, you, you want to have a side job. And, and even now, you know, I like to have side jobs because you can't always depend on real estate. Mm-hmm. So um, so definitely ha- have, you know, another side business. You know, keep your main job, get your license, and, you know, when you get your friends and family, you know, make a little bit of side money with it. Mm-hmm. But but don't think you're going to just jump in it and, you know, make
0: all this money right when you start out. And you, how long you been doing it? I've been doing it for eight years. Okay. Maybe nine. And, and the market... Um... I know it's been, around here, it's been crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I know, I've talked to Michelle uh, about it, and she's talking about how, like, if you get a house, it sells, like, almost immediately, well, like, that th- was in, th- in this area. So I'm wondering about in that area if it's still. Well, I mean, DeSoto County, I'd say it's the same.
1: But, I mean, I don't know how long how long ago y'all had that conversation. But in, in my world, uh, it was. The last two years, when COVID hit, people got bored. They wanted to buy the houses. And, you know, and, and I mean, yeah, the prices just shot up. But I've noticed a big difference in probably the last two months. Um, Prices are still high, but inventory is staying on the market longer. I mean, your average house right now is, you know, about 28 days, Mm -hmm. which last year, even six months ago, I mean, you know, 24 hours, boom, it's gone. But what's happening is the interest rates are shooting up, and and the market for houses are already, I think, they're at their highest. Mm -hmm. I don't think the price of houses are gonna keep shooting up like they did, because the previous two years, they shot up, you know, 20% each year. Yeah, This coming up year, I mean, you know, you may be looking three, 5% in a, in a raise. Uh, but I've seen a lot of houses that are reducing in price because they're not selling like like they were, you know, mm. two or three months ago. And, and you're gonna notice a big difference. And, and if you really notice, within the last two years, you haven't seen really any agents like putting out videos or, or you know, or doing open houses or, or realtor luncheons. And, and yeah, COVID has a lot to do with the realtor luncheons and, and the open houses. But it, the nerd thing is the houses sold so fast. You know, so many agents got lazy. They were like, well, I can just go in here with my phone, take a picture, and it's gonna sell. You mm-hmm. know, so they didn't have to do a lot of work. And even if they wanted to, by the time they put one picture, on, you know, on the MLS, it's already gone, Mm -hmm. you know, so everybody got lazy. But if you look around Facebook, social media, you notice things are changing, you're going to see realtors doing videos again, and and, and doing these open houses and and all this other stuff. And it's because everything's slowing down. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think that there's a market crash, like a lot of people do. Now, everybody's going to give you a different answer on that. But I think it's, uh, I think it's evening out, Mm -hmm. you know, and I I think, uh, and right now, I think is a good time for buyers because two years ago, I mean, a buyer or even last year, you know, it was so hard for buyers. I had so many that was approved and and they could buy a house. But, you know, there was just so much competition and everybody was saying, well, I'm going to void a home inspection and I'm going to pay, you know, $20,000 over appraised value. And that's crazy, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, so a lot of buyers just couldn't compete and they gave up. And um, but I think now and even going into next year, uh, the buyers are really going to notice a
0: difference on that. You know, it's it's more fair game. Mm-hmm. Well, so you know, I'm I don't know if y'all are even aware of it in DeSoto County, but have you heard of the Blue Oval City investment? I haven't, but you know that doesn't mean well. Nobody else it's has. in so north. So we're in Tipton County. So you got Shelby County's Memphis, right, mm-hmm. which butts up with you guys. Then we're in Tipton County, and then the next county. Um, it's it's not really north of us. It's like north east. Uh, east is, well, Haywood County, and then you got Fayette County that butts up with Shelby and Tipton, and then Lauderdale County north of us. Anyway, in Haywood County, the Ford Motor Company has invested six point seven trillion dollars. It's a lot of money, Jerry. Yes, in a uh, this giant facility. Uh, It's both Ford and a company called SK, which is a South Korean battery company, and they're Mm -hmm. making. That's this is where Ford is going to make all the electric vehicles. Like this is it. So then Ford is coming in and investing all this money in the surrounding community. They're trying to get uh, uh, the students up trained to work there because it's supposed to employ like six thousand employees. And then on top of that, you have residual businesses to support that. So it's going to end up being probably around twenty to thirty thousand total jobs in the area. Now the reason I say that. Is most of West Tennessee, or a lot of West Tennessee, even down to Memphis, is feeling some of the impact of that because this is a frenzy of people trying. You've got people moving down from Detroit and from other areas mm-hmm. to work. Other people that are coming up to work. Looks like the standard of living is going to raise some. Um, I'm aware of a huge development in Haywood County that prior to this was one of the poorest counties in Tennessee. Right. That, matter of fact, I, I checked the demographics. Uh, Uh, What was it three years ago, I was looking at where to put another law firm office. And um, we ended up opening in Somerville, which is in Fayette County. And the reason that I didn't go to Haywood was Haywood was one of the only counties in the last census that lost population. And now this county is going to explode. I say all that to say this. So our market, I feel like, even if, I don't know if there's a bubble or not, I'm not a real estate uh, expert at all. I follow the stock market. But um i i don't know but i think we're insulated to some degree in this area yeah on in, i mean we may even be insulated to where we continue to have some rises in prices because the demand is so high for people coming to this area right but it, you i'm just curious if your area will feel any trickle down from that because DeSoto county for from the they call it the mega site from the mega site where they're building this is probably we think josh two hours hour and a half yeah i would say probably. Less, less than two hours well here. from here for me to get where he is it's over an hour.
2: Yeah, it's an hour and About eight minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, it's a little over an hour. You, you just made the drive. Yeah, so you I did. I, like, <laughs> yeah, I, like, man, I
1: thought it was like a 40-minute drive. Knows, it was, yeah, yeah. Totally longer than I thought.
2: So. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, but anyway, that's a big thing yes, to look it at. It is,
1: and, you know, and yeah, I do believe that that will trickle down to Soto County because you also got, uh, you know, within the last couple of years, uh, Google just mm-hmm. came to South Haven. And then you got the, the new Amazon that came. So that's brought a lot of people in. Mm-hmm. And, um and you know, and, and also the the big hedge funds, uh, rental companies ha- have gone. You know, and they've been buying houses left and right. Now they've slowed down a lot mm-hmm. uh, within the last couple months, but uh, you know, I think a big reason they bought a lot of that stuff up in our area also is because of Google and Amazon, cause you gotta think, I mean, all these people that work at Google, they're they're not they're not from DeSoto County. Mm-hmm. They're from all over mm-hmm. and they needed places to stay and rent and blah, blah, blah. And they might not stay there, uh, you know, for a long time, mm-hmm. but they're buying houses too. But yeah, I mean, definitely when you get the big corporations moving in, it's definitely going to, you know.
0: Well, those those companies you mentioned, I'm sure is part of why there was that development there the last 10, 15 years oh, yeah. in that area. And then you shopping districts down there a lot. I know a lot of people around here that don't even shop in Memphis; they go there. Yeah, they go there, or there like Collierville or somewhere. Yeah, um, because you got the uh we call it what's Tanger, the outlet? Tanger Tanger, Tanger, outlet. Tanger Outlet Mall. Yeah, yeah, but we got that one. Man, that exit and then that exit before it, which is what is that South Haven mm-hmm. with the shopping? It's crazy. Like if you go on a weekend. You better plan go, to be... Go on Black you gotta, Friday. You gotta, know the bike, you
1: gotta know the back roads, Jerry.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I did so discover there's a back road over to the uh, Tanger Outlet, because you and I went on Black Friday, didn't we, Josh, Yeah, Black year?
2: Friday one year, and it was insane how busy it was. People parked in the grass. I don't yeah, know if when they... crazy, like the church across the street's like, you know, $5 parking. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right? yeah,
1: they did.
2: I like, uh, yeah, hey, I respect of, it. I respect it. Matter, matter of fact, I think, I, I think that's where we parked at, if I yeah, remember. It is. It's exactly
1: where we parked I bet you paid $5. We did. It's just like... Liberty
0: Landlight like back in. The I was 90s, just fixing to you know? say back yeah. when you go to the Mid South yeah, Fair, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. and you'd park uh, the Mid South Fair. I remember at the fairgrounds, you, the people around there were making bank because oh, they were charging to park in their I, yard. Yeah, when I was a kid,
1: I was like, I want to have a house over here. You know, so I was mm-hmm. like, make all this money every year. Yeah. I don't know
0: what I was thinking, but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They Definitely
0: still do. They don't do it at the fairgrounds now, do they? No, it, it, it's, it, it's uh, in a matter of like fact, the, in Mississippi. Yeah, it's in South Haven now. Well, there's two. There's like the in dis- there the there's, there's the, the Delta Fair Delta ag- Fair Center. That one's yeah. still in Shelby County, and then I thought the Mid South Fair was in. Uh... It
1: is. Uh, I don't know if they call it the Mid South Fair, but uh, but we definitely have it there, right. and, and I think that is the one that used to be at you know Liberty Land.
0: Mm-hmm. So how old are you? me <laughs> yeah. i'm just curious because uh, what I, you said is something that i relate to and i thought you were younger than me no i'm 42 jerry oh okay well, i'm 43 mm. so i think i'm 43 we're well, right well, there. well you know i had to That's think something. about it too yeah yeah well oh, my yeah. wife reminds me i lost a whole year one year i got in a big argument with my grandmother i think it was when i turned 34. <laughs> And she was like, you're thirty. That's 34. when it starts
1: kicking in, Jerry, in your 30s. Yeah, straight, yeah. Man. And
0: I was like, no, nah, I'm 33. And she was like, no, you're not. You're 30. We got a big argument. And then I did the math, and I was like, man, she's right. I missed a whole yeah, year. Yeah. That was very depressing. Yeah,
1: it, it happens, man. <laughs> it happens. That's why I just like, I like to pretend I'm already 45, you know uh-huh. what
0: I'm saying? Uh-huh. The way I'm not disappointed every year. So. So, so what do you do for fun other than real estate and drones?
1: Oh, man. I don't know. All kinds of stuff. But, you know, really, I mean, that's all I do do is mm-hmm. – uh, you know, um, just think of new creative ideas and, and you know, and, and try to pull them into action. Uh, Ghostbusters is always a fun, you know, side thing to get into and try to create and, you know. Which
0: is your favorite Ghostbuster? Oh, well.
1: Uh, you talking about an art group?
0: Or I'm talking about on the movies.
1: Well, I'm going to have to go with Ernie Hudson, man. You know, he uh he gave us a shout-out, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. So, you know, i got to give my props to Ernie.
0: Did you watch the – I'm sure you did. Was it Afterlife? Is that mm-hmm. the most recent one? It is, yeah. Did you watch it? I did. Did you like it?
1: Yeah, it was pretty good, you know. I liked
0: it uh, much better than the one they did with the all-female cast. I oh, thought don't get was, into that, Jerry. You're, you're I gonna thought have that a was lot too of campy. Oh man, you, you clearly yeah. haven't watched uh, this show. Man, it's we not talking <laughs> about whatever. We,
1: we put, man, we put uh, some memes on DeSoto County Ghostbuster page uh, back a while back, way before Afterlife, and and we're talking about just stupid stuff. You know, uh, the 2016 Ghostbusters. You know, like like we we're, we're not. You know, they don't exist. Mm-hmm. And man, dude, we got like backlashed on that heart. I mean, we probably lost 70, 100 well, followers I mean, off of it. I just don't, I just didn't like the movie. Well, I didn't you know? either. It didn't, uh, what
0: I liked about the new one they did is it was nostalgic. Mm-hmm. It felt like the old movies. It's kind of like the Star Wars movies, yeah, right? Yeah. A lot of people, like I didn't like episode when they did the one, two, three because they didn't feel like the old movies. Now, Josh didn't like episode the-
2: Episode eight, Last Jedi. The seven, so, eight, I know, nine. I seen
0: him posting. About that yeah. on
1: Facebook, I think that's the one. <laughs> but I, yeah, I that's actually that's like one.
0: <laughs> I like seven, eight, nine better than one, two, three. Now obviously like four, five, six yeah. are the best. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it crazy.
1: I've only seen four, five, and six. Really? I, I, I tried to watch uh, the first one. Man, over the years, I've tried to watch it at least two or three times, and I can't get into it. And I hate that alien that they got in there. I forget what his name is. Jar 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 Binks. Yeah, he he kills it for me, man. I'm like,
2: man. Yeah, I agree. A lot of people don't like it. He's like in a big dude. A a lot of people (laughs) think that Jar Jar Binks
0: is a Sith. Yeah. He's a Sith in disguise.
2: Well, he is the one who hands over executive uh, emergency powers to Palpatine, which Mm -hmm. eventually leads to the fall of the Republic and the rise of the Galactic Empire. So he is at fault (laughs) for a lot of the bad stuff that happened. I don't know.
0: I I think some of it's generational. So, like, Josh is younger than us. And Josh, you probably like one, two, three better than seven, eight, nine, right? Yes, yeah. I but mean, the original—the
2: originals—are always going to be the best. But I do like the prequels. Way I think he more than likes the, the prequels
0: more though, because you kind of were raised—that was your Star Wars. Yeah,
2: I mean, I came—I was like nine or ten mm-hmm. when Episode One came out, and then you know it was like what twelve. He's 13, really making us feel old, Jerry.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm used to it. The It's kind of like Superman. So, like Saturday night at yeah. the Ruffin, we're going to have Superman for free. The Kicking Lawyer is sponsoring the uh, Superman uh, to be played at the Ruffin. So, you can come. It's open to the community. Anybody can come. It's free. All you got to do is show up. You don't need a ticket. No, for, great Superman way to Four relax Is that, is that, after
1: the, coming is that to the, the old Superman 4?
0: Yes, the, the what I call the real Superman. Yeah. Superman 1. So, it's Superman, the original 178 with Christopher Reeve. It's going to be at the. Ruffin Theater, right over here. Anyway, my point was, my dad, if you ask, well, our dad, if you ask our dad who was Superman, he talks about George Reeves, that he was the original Superman, but he grew up with him as Superman. Right, right. Whereas, you would probably agree with me that Christopher Reeve, Christopher yeah. Reeve was uh, Superman. And I like uh, Henry Cavill as Superman, yeah. but...
1: What about Brandon But well, nobody's Reeves? better than Christopher Reeves. I mean, he, he was... You know, yeah i remember uh i remember it was superman three or no superman three had richard Pryor. that was a good yeah one. yeah yeah and then you had superman four and the uh,
0: uh, the something search for peace or something I don't about know, that but he
1: was some dude where he got his energy from the
0: sun he fought the you know, yeah and, the the rock star looking uh yeah
1: yeah that i love that one as a kid i remember uh you know we rented it from cinemagic blockbuster mm-hmm. somewhere And uh, I I was a little kid, man. I remember just putting it in the VCR, and I'd watch it, and then I'd hit rewind and watch it again. And we had, like, a big snowstorm, so we got to, you know, keep it for, like, an extra two or three days. Mm -hmm. And
0: I'm sure I drove my parents crazy with that one. But, -hmm. uh, but yeah, it was a good...
1: good Yeah,
0: I remember the Superman movies on VHS, too, uh, watching them. And for some reason, the... The uh, the the one and two well it was two because they you know they filmed one and two together which was I think unique back then for them to film uh, right, right, uh, right movies together but they had the bad Kryptonians the Z- General Zod yeah and, those
1: are the cool guys yeah
0: and I was kind of scared of them back then like they were kind of scary um, and I met I got lucky I went to Superman celebration a couple months ago which is in Metropolis Illinois right right very nerdy but I enjoyed it. And I met the guy that played the mute one, the, the big guy that oh, played. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, I met him there. I forget his name, but he he was nice. He took a picture with me. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm a, so the whole kick and Lawyer thing was kind of inspired by Superman. I've always been a big Superman fan, but not because I think I'm Superman. It's more because I identify with Clark Kent because I was right. a nerdy growing up. Yeah, you up. would just
1: like Clark Kent, Jerry. I, well, I consider see the
0: resemblance. Thank you, there. thank you. Yeah. you so, know, anyway.
1: it's funny. I, I was coming from Florida because, uh, I mean, I, I've, I've seen your thing on Facebook and stuff, and I was coming from Florida. I guess it was Florida. Uh, but anyway, I saw one of your billboards. Once you got a billboard, or was I dreaming that? Yeah, at
2: 34. Yeah. yeah, He's got 34 so, billboards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw one of them. Uh, but yeah, I saw it, and I was like, I was like, I wonder if he could really do that karate kick. You know, and I was like, there ain't no way. I was like, Josh Mason done photoshopped that or something. And then, you know, Josh, like, uh, texted me on Facebook or whatever. And, I, you know,
0: I go to your podcast and stuff, and I see your little video. I was like,
1: oh, man, like, he, you know, he really was able to do that little karate yeah. kick. So,
0: so in uh, martial arts, I just, so Monday every Monday night, I still go teach and do martial arts. And then I try to do a little workout during the week. But I'm a seventh degree in taekwondo, yeah. and I was on the U.S. taekwondo team for eight years, and I still actively can do all that stuff. Like, I can do 540s. Um, I struggle with a 720, but I, I can still do it all. The difference now is at 43, once I do it or if I spar or whatever I do, I'll do great. I can hang with young bucks, whole deal. Right, but then right. I need, like, three days to recuperate because yeah. my joints get to bother me. Right, During right. it, I'm great. Well, cloud nine, man, it's like I'm young again. And then afterwards, I do need some recovery time. So no, I, I totally I've had get to back it. Off like a bit uh, you know, all, all last
1: night I was like, "Man, he can do a cry kick. I going to try that." And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I totally pulled my
0: hamstrings. So I was like,
1: "You know what? <laughs> Keep it, Jerry."
0: Yeah. Did you ever do any as a kid or anything? <laughs> I did uh, Jimmy Bland whenever I, I was. A kid. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah almost yeah. fought his boy. Oh yeah. Uh, when I was kickboxing, his son. Uh, we we're I think his son and I are roughly the same age, and uh, we were supposed to do a kickboxing match. Yeah. Yeah. Where was where was his place at? Uh, I don't know South Haven,
1: Horn Lake at the time. I, th- I think uh-huh. it was South Haven. Might have been Horn Lake. I I wasn't like dedicated. I never made it past White Belt. You know, okay. I, I got my first kata, and That's good. Uh, you know I was proud. We well, can and, always uh, come back. <laughs> that, that was it, Jerry. I know
0: all the martial arts folks around, so I can hook you up in South Haven. Now, Y'all got some yeah. good martial arts schools there. Yeah. Yeah. you ever think about it. No, I oh, don't know. It might be a little bit past
1: my time. Oh, Josh
0: today, but... is a perpetual, what are you, a brown belt Josh? Yeah, I've been like a brown belt for, what, 20 years? He's like the <laughs> long, longest running brown belt in history. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I almost had Josh famous over it. We were in a magazine. Me and him. Yeah, well, I, was, were, uh, I was a
2: little bitty. Was he was like
0: tiny, tiny. Bitty, it's got my yeah. foot all crooked, too. Remember, yeah. I'm kicking at somebody, you. Somebody, <laughs> by the way, somebody
2: looked at that uh, picture, and they said that if you look at it from our right perspective, it looks like it's my foot. It looks like a kid <laughs> <Really>? kicking <laughs> <Yeah>. his giant <laughs> foot. Yeah. I'll have to find that photo. Anyway.
0: Hindsight. They, they did the picture. It's Josh, he's tiny. He's a little bit. He's like right. five. And He's blocking. And it's got me in the background kicking, so you can kind of see me from the back, and it's got my foot and my toes have all been broke. Right. So my toes are all crooked and they got my <laughs> foot real big up in the thing, and that's all I ever see is this big crooked foot. That's <laughs> funny. That's uh, funny. I think though, on a side note, that everyone can benefit I'm biased, but everyone can benefit from martial arts. Because oh, yeah. I've done it since I was six and there's a lot of things in life, not just the kicking and the punching that I think I have been successful at because of skills that I learned in martial arts. Right. It gave me a lot of discipline and perseverance and self-control and all these things. So if you're interested, you can come to Mason's High Octane Martial Arts anytime. We'll be glad to get you set up. We still have a martial arts school right now. It's located behind, beside Harbor Freight here in Covington, uh, and it's been open since '93. So anyway. All right. So so what the next like next big thing you're working on you just keep working on this real estate, trying to build your portfolio yeah, and stuff? Yeah, I think, can you uh, can you cross I guess if you're licensed in Mississippi, you can't do anything in Tennessee or Well you
1: gotta have a license, you gotta have a Tennessee license. So it's state and, by state. Uh, so,
0: yeah. Okay. So I don't have to take the initial
1: exam, I just gotta take the state exam. Mm-hmm. And as long as our brokerage has an office, you know, in Tennessee or, or whatever, then we can come over.
0: What brokerage are you with? I'm with Turnkey Realty Group now. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, how hard was the test—the real estate <laughs> Lord, test?
1: You got to study, Jerry. It's—it's—it's uh-huh. it's, uh, it's not easy. Uh, but you know, uh, I passed the—I uh, passed the main test, and then the state law test, I, I failed by like two points. So I had to retake it, mm-hmm. and that sucks because you got to pay like seventy-five dollars each time. And if you fail it twice, and you got to wait six months for you can do it again. So mm-hmm. I, I was really nervous my, yeah, sixth yeah. Time, my, my second time doing it. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you know, anybody can do it as long as you, you gotta be dedicated. Do they it. send
0: you the material or do you, how do you get the material to know Everybody to can study? do it
1: different. You could take online classes. Uh, I, I took, uh, you know, I actually went to a class. Uh, mm-hmm. it was like a two week class and, um, you know, and they kind of teach you real estate, how to pass the test and, you know, and. And you just kind of hope for the best, man.
0: And well, when you guys do the, I ask all this because I'm very interested in real estate. I can like, tell I've you, about, you're going
1: to have your own broker. I've thought about pivoting
0: it. to real estate. Uh, honestly, I have because I'm really good at I believe sales, it. I believe it, yeah. and I think that I could, uh, I think I could do something with it. But there's the way I look at a lot of different things, like all these different businesses I've done at one point or another. It's like a puzzle, and I often feel like you look at the puzzle and there's a piece missing. There's pieces missing. Mm. So with the real estate model, I feel very confident that I could market and sell real estate. I even know how to do closings. I'm a lawyer, we had property law, oh, yeah. so I'm familiar with all that, right? But I feel like there's pieces that I don't understand. And so I'm always digging to fill these pieces. Uh, Man, in the I, puzzle. I
1: tell you, you know, I don't care how long you have been in real estate, uh, in all of the seasons, realtors will tell you, I mean, it's, you're never gonna know everything. It's mm-hmm. always something different. Like every closing, there's something new, it seems like, you know, that you just never experienced or had to deal with or, I mean, I don't know. You'll never know all of it, but mm-hmm. I mean, I guess as long as you know the contracts, you'll do all right, Jerry. I can do contracts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about? Do you flip houses at all? Thought about doing that? Uh, you know that'd be great. Uh, you know if you want to loan me some money, I'm,
0: I'm all about getting into flipping houses. <laughs> well, do you know? I see. I don't know how to do any construction stuff. Right. So I, I'm all about uh, getting a house. Yeah. But I couldn't do any of the fixing up, construction, nothing.
1: Well, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily do it yourself,
0: you know. I mean, you would just get a contractor
1: to mm-hmm. do all that stuff.
0: I know, right? but then that costs all this money, and then you're like. Is it really even worth it? So my wife makes fun of me because, like, if our toilet gets backed up, I'm like, throw that thing in the yard. Well, you know, house flippers, yeah. from what I understand, when they buy a house,
1: you know, I think, and I could be wrong on this, but I want to say 60 to 70% of uh, – If they buy it, they're going to buy it from 60 to 70% below value. Mm -hmm. But they're hoping, you know, they're going to get a fixer-upper because they got to put all the money in fixing it and then reselling it. So I think uh, a lot of house flippers, you know, their their main goal is they want to make at least a 30% profit. So, you know, you see all these these funny signs everywhere. It's like, oh, you know, call me, I'll buy your house for cash. You know, And, and people are like, oh, well, you know, that's easy. But what they're not telling you is they're going to buy it for a lot cheaper than mm-hmm. what it would if you actually, you know, used an agent and put it on put it on the market.
0: Yeah, so they're they're kind of pl- pl- playing on people's uh, desperation, probably. Right. Yeah, people like that people that need the, the money high or mortgage,
1: they got to get out of it quick. Mm-hmm. And for some people, hey, that might work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a money making game. Do you, you deal with any it.
0: leases? Any anything? No, I, I anything? did
1: when I first got into it, but I tell you, man, it's like. Uh, for me, it was all it was doing was covering gas money. Mm. You know, it's like I just, I didn't like it. Um, so that's not really my thing. I, I stick now mainly to buying and selling. I mean, that's that's where I want to be. That's where I'm comfortable at. Commercial, I'd love to get into commercial. And uh, my new broker, man, he's awesome at commercial property. And uh, and he's going to do some classes on that. So I'm real excited because I want to get into the commercial side. It's uh, It's a little different it takes a little bit longer to close Mm -hmm. but uh you know i mean that that's that's where the money's at man if you can get to that commercial stuff and it's funny because like in desoto county i mean like you'll see like a lot of billboards like stuff for sale but these realtors that have it not all of them but a lot of them they're not even local they're like you know california or somewhere they don't even know the you know they don't know the area but for some you know somehow some way they're they're getting these listings Mm. and uh i don't know it's um something i ain't figured out yet but uh I'll be taking that class soon
0: terry cool so. so if people want to get a hold of you how do they find you
1: uh they just call me at uh 662-701-7663 and
0: it's just under david haley
1: yeah you know i work with turnkey i'm on facebook um you know i got my magnets all over to soto county i leave them on gas station or gas pumps and i go into
0: kroger and leave them in the freezer section so you'd be surprised how that stuff works i always joke with michelle yeah. uh, michelle allen that she uh i I see her every morning yeah because i have a magnet with her facing it's a calendar that's on my refrigerator yeah so literally every morning when i go fix my pre-workout stuff and all this i see michelle there and i'm like it's great marketing it works it is i I, I
1: love the magnets man it's like my favorite thing like i run into so many people that this guy and and all my magnets are like stupid cheesy like Mm -hmm. you know i don't know something about i like using like all the 80s stuff Mm -hmm. and everything like i got One, you know, the nerds. It's like, you know, nerds need houses too. Mm -hmm. You know, just stupid stuff like that. I do the same thing.
0: Yeah. I I think uh, people respond when you're willing to make fun of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think it it also makes it a little more memorable than the standard, hey, look at me, I'm a professional, this and that. Well, yeah. You got to make yourself stand out. I
1: think it goes hand in hand. (laughs) Uh, But one thing that, you know, I'm learning over the years is I I do a lot of cheesy stuff. And I I think a lot of people don't take me as serious with the business because I do too much cheesy stuff.
2: Mm -hmm. So I really need to kind of, Balance it out some, you know, so that's gonna be. No, I I, that's where I actually disagree. I think people need to learn how to have a sense of humor, (laughs) right? right. uh, And
0: I
1: do, I think, I think humor's great with it, but I think I need to balance it out a little too because, uh, you know, I'm I'm straight cheese with all my advertising.
0: Mm -hmm. It all depends. I think the most important part to me, and this is what I tell businesses that we've done consulting with, is you have to know your client Mm -hmm. if you're trying to get like for instance with the kicking lawyer thing so i don't get tons of like, say, ceos like, like
1: that's one of my magnets right there see david Haley,
0: the realtor king yeah i like it like tiger king i like it <laughs> like I, I'm king. King. See, yeah, I like I just, it it's like,
1: like, it. I just, like it. you know photoshopped my head over it mm-hmm. and this one's really fun too I, I i like this one because
0: you know i don't even see that i can't read the text but I see well it.
1: basically you know it's me and I, you know i'm saying are you interested it says
0: in so are you interested in buying a house no thanks I'm just Liu Kang. Liu Kang, <laughs> hey, you know i talking about? I like Liu Kang. Yeah, so, so
1: all my stuff's cheesy like that, and I'll just put them, like, on mm. gas pumps, and, you know, I'll get people to call, like, oh, yeah, I found your magnet. hilarious. You know, so, yeah, that works.
0: Yeah, like I was saying, I wasn't trying to get, like, CEOs necessarily. I'm trying to get normal Joe Blow that maybe had a little too much to drink one night or maybe didn't and still got pulled over by the law enforcement and you know, so that we can uh, represent them or, you know, right. such and such comes home, they get into an argument. There's a this, you know, just normal folks. <clears throat> so if I were trying to, to attract, you know, a different type of client, these you know millionaires and whatnot i probably would not it with a mini pig on my leg you know uh, so it just you got to <laughs> know did have
1: a mini i didn't know she that's had actually a mini pig. that's
0: my actually my pet mini pig I, whiskey I didn't the Lawhog. hog is that
1: is that on the billboard too it's on the it?
0: billboard no. yeah you, you know a lot of people don't recognize it I a lot know, of people it's think like, it's a dog yeah it's like uh, uh, it's i didn't even know dog. he was there so that's, that's whiskey cool. the Law hog whiskey the yeah, Law hog she, she is actually my pet she lives in my house so you got a
1: pet pig mhm used to be a cop, and you got a pet pig yeah a lot of people think that's what the i'm starting to see the connection
0: no no i never thought about that until somebody brought it up and yeah. they were like, "Oh, it's a pig cuz pigs and, and that and I do criminal defense and I'm like, "No, that that I never thought about that." But yeah. like like the, the cover to the comic books behind you and it's got whiskey on it and whiskey's in the comic book and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so works for me. Stuff, She's yeah, in our we had a couple commercials we did a couple years ago, and Whiskey's in those. She gets a DUI in my Jaguar. And, um, oh, that's good stuff. Need some criminal defense. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't take yourself too seriously on all the stuff you do. No,
1: I, I, no, I don't. And, um, you know, I I agree with you. I I think if you can go against the flow on marketing, I think you stand out more, Mm -hmm. you know, so.
0: Well, and it depends. If you got ad dollars like Morgan and Morgan, you just buy everything and you're fine. But if you're normal, no, well, well, I, I, dude, we're doing better, yes. But, I mean, I started with, uh, like, I was even hesitant to do billboards because I was like, ah, you don't get an immediate ROI on billboards. Very few people see my billboard and go, oh, I'm going to call him. But what happens is it's so memorable. you a pig on your leg, Jerry. Yeah, bro. they remember it. So then when they need a lawyer, they call. And we try. Yeah. We have a really good referral network. So and, and this is something my realtors could benefit from, too. As a professional, when people call here, if it's not an area of law we practice, we get them somewhere. I mean, if they'll call yeah. me if they need a realtor. Right. I had people call me. I had one guy who was an old client, wanted to know who to go get a haircut from. Oh, wow. So I literally have a Rolodex of professionals that I can refer people to. You still um, use a Rolodex. I, well, I, I think it's an, age, I think it's got, an yeah, easy yeah. way to keep. Uh, I, well, let me explain why I do that since you bring it up. So here's what I do. It's called Team 100. And every <laughs> person I meet, including you. I put right. their card in there with a three-by-five index card. I write on it when I met them and what I met about them. Right. And then uh, I try to do this once a day. It's gotten out to where it's like once a week. I pull the Rolodex out, and so it's divided into two. One section is divided uh, alphabetically by, like, what they do. If I need a realtor, if I need a plumber, if I need a barber, it's it's so I can refer them, right? right? The other one, though, is the exact same cards duplicated. But what that one's for is, let's say, I need to build rapport with you, all right? And you tell me that you like ghostbusters well a year from now your card comes up and i find oh he li- i remember he likes ghostbusters and i print something out an article about ghostbusters and i send it to him I'm like hey man this made me think about you just want you to have it uh, yeah that's so i'm making for, that connection That's right yeah that's that so, good network so i do that on all of them and sometimes it's just a thank you note or whatever but um yes so i use old school three you're, by you're five index cards you're me
1: i just i'm just on facebook and then i'll get the meme or, or the notifications like oh it's gerald's birthday <laughs> Happy birthday, Gerald! Yeah, you yeah. Know, well, so. that's good. Yeah, and I it's mean, not better know, or worse. It's no, just different goals.
0: Yeah. I you're, you've ob- ob- observed now, we we have several different um, legs in the community with different businesses. So it benefits me to constantly try to build relationships as right. best I can. Yeah. So, well, uh, I really appreciate David. You being on the podcast oh, yeah, and taking man. the time oh, to drive man. up an hour and eight minutes to yeah, see us. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you want to leave folks with?
1: Uh. uh you know, um, no, I mean, I guess I'm good. Uh, I'm digging
0: it. Sweet.
2: Okay. If so, you need a house, come see him in DeSoto yeah. County. <laughs> yeah, now I know who to refer to. Oh, I, to, I do got to say this, to though. Th- th- this
1: isn't read about real estate, but uh, Josh Mason is my nemesis. Uh, it, it's so funny, Josh, because uh, I've never met Josh. Uh-huh. And, you know, three, four years ago, uh, when we started the Ghostbusters— uh, you know, we're building this car and all this other stuff, and, and I meet Andrew. You know Andrew, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Andrew Highlander, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Soto County yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. Moved to Nashville to fight the Green Goblin. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was with Andrew and Jack, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, like, I, I want to do these uh, these videos with Ghostbusters, you know, and I pitched, like, this whole idea and, and the first thing Andrew says is like, "Man, that's really cool. We gotta call Josh Mason." And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like "No, I was like, who's Josh Mason? Like, like I wanna do the video." And uh, anyway, then I got Jack like, "Oh yeah, man, Josh Mason, total fit for this." And, uh, anyway, well like, whatever, dudes, I'm, I'm doing the video, you know, I'm going to do it. And, uh, and I did it and, and it ended up, you know, being good and everything. No, I saw it know? actually.
2: It was really, really and, good. Yeah, yeah.
1: I got their approval finally, you yeah. know, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Josh Mason has always been my nemesis on stuff and, and I checked your stuff out, man. And, and it's great. I love it. And, uh, but it's just fun, you know, it's, mm-hmm. um, I, I did the, uh, the Texas Frightmare 2019. I, I know you were there on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you yeah. know, and I was talking to Court. he's like, yeah, man, you know, Josh Mason did a, uh. Uh, a Texas Frightmare video. I was like, of course he did, you know. And so I, I you know, like I done did mine. I had to go check out Josh Mason. Way cooler, you know, with his little special effects and stuff. And I'm just like, like you know, if in the videography world, if he's He Man, I'm Skeletor, you know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like hey Josh Mason. <laughs> you know, but well, well, uh, but no, you a, do great work, man. You I appreciate it, man. You know, I, I'm glad I finally got to meet you and, and everything and. He's, yeah, you know, he's, uh,
0: he's coming to the Comic Con in some outfit, and you could be his
1: arch nemesis.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a surprise outfit. I hadn't oh. told everybody what I'm dressing up as, as yet. Right, <laughs> right, right. But, right, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, uh, but no, it's good to finally meet Josh and
2: meet yeah, you too. Yeah, too. yeah it's and,
0: nice to you know, meet you, David. Fun, Thank, thanks for coming fun. on. We'll have to get you back on, and we can talk some more about real estate. Maybe I'll be a realtor by then. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Tennessee. I'll add it to my repertoire. Right, right, right. Well, okay, well, cool. Uh And thanks, everybody that watched us, or whether you're listening later or watching, we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to the content across social media platforms and podcast platforms. We are on TikTok. There's legal advice and dances and whatnot. It's great fun. And then, of course, the big thing this week is the Covington Comic-Con returns to Covington this weekend. Friday night at the Ruffin Theater, there will be a free uh, showing of Ghostbusters. Saturday night, there will be a free showing of Superman. And, of course, Saturday and Sunday all day is the Comic-Con. Some of the other businesses we have will have specials. So, for instance, the Cellar Restaurant Prohibition Bar in Covington is going to have a Thor's Hammer. So you can buy it. It's a big three-and-a-half-pound beef shank. Um, and see if you can lift Thor's hammer. We also have drink specials. There's an Iron Man drink and a Harley Quinn drink all this weekend. And the staff's going to dress up. So if you get a chance, come by the cellar through this weekend, and they'll support the Covington Comic Con. Of course, we're talking about real estate. Michelle Allen is our local go-to cry like realtor. If you're buying, selling, renting, leasing, real estate, she would be glad to help you out. And uh, Mason's High Martial Arts, heard me talk about that earlier. Be glad to have you come and kick and punch with us. Just go to masonsmartialarts.com and masonite digital marketing josh is doing a special uh during the comic-con i think where you get 20
2: 25 off so any businesses brands influencers if you're there during the comic-con this weekend you get 25 percent off just stop by our booth and so look last thing if you've never been to a comic convention don't think it's just
0: for nerds it's a lot of fun I mean, even if it's just to come and laugh and see people, sort of people watching. But there's going to be 40 plus vendors. We've got artists of all types. We've got animators coming. We've got there's wrestlers, a lot of TikTokers, yeah, wrestlers, food trucks, um, the Ecco-17. budget budget Batman. You can take <laughs> selfies with budget Batman. People will be dressed up. It's a lot of a lot of fun opportunities. And I know a lot of the other businesses around this area are doing things to support the Covington Comic Con. The farmers market is. Uh, the seller is. Anyway, there'll be a lot of opportunities to just enjoy um, the hometown vibe here. And I do want to say good luck to the Chargers this weekend, or actually Thursday, they're playing Munford, and I'm sure they will, even though I'm Tifton County and I support all the schools, you know, I have to support my alumni, the Covington Chargers, so good luck to the Chargers. Go Chargers. All right, and again, Mr. David Haley, thank you for being on the show. Right, appreciate it. it fun. Next weekend, Josh, who have I
2: got Tuesday? You have got a Nikki gambling. Oh, sweet. Yeah, from so, the cellar and a former employee of mine. <laughs>
0: are you sure she's going to be here Tuesday? I think they're moving.
2: She No, I talked to her a couple of weeks ago, and I think she's. it's like the day right after or something mm. like that. I'll double check. With well, her she's
0: going to be dressed as the Scarlet Witch Saturday night at the cellar, so that might be motivation for people to go to the cellar anyway. She's our bartender at the cellar. She does a great job. She came up with the Harley Quinn and the Iron Man, so if you guys get a chance, go by and see her. All right, well, thank you for your time. Uh, thanks for paying attention to us. Hopefully, see you at the Covington Comic Con this weekend. Keep kicking. Thanks for watching, guys. Just remember that this is not legal advice or investment advice or business advice, this is for fun and entertainment purposes only.